Hi, Michelle Sparks with you, illuminating anorexia, eating self and body issues. Great to have your company. Today and on the next number of episodes, I'm going to be responding to some requests for help um, that I have received via a, an email response to a survey that I put out. So today, the first one I want to address is to a person I'm going to call Ash, and Ash could be male or female, and I'm going to make Ash male. This Ash is 16 to 18 years of age, and he has written in to say that um, when I said, what's your greatest challenge or concern at the moment? Ash wrote, not reverting back to old bad habits while moving on to my love of exercise and goal of training back into athletics. First of all, Ash, I just want to say what a great goal and it's fantastic to see that you do not want to revert back to old bad habits, but you want to move forward with something that you love and that's your love of exercise and a goal. You've got a goal of training back into athletics and it sounds like perhaps that's something that you have lost or lost some capacity in that regard with your disordered eating experience. So number one, well done. When I said what help do you need to address this challenge or concern, you have said help practicing mindfulness and learning to eat when I'm hungry. I'm going to come back to this in a moment. Um, when I asked if you had help with this, you've said yes. And what was the help and was it useful? You said you had basic help to move from eating disorder to start recovery. Um, you're 16 to 18 years of age and you've asked what are good skills to practice to not revert to old eating disorder habits while getting healthier and fitter. Okay, so a few thoughts. The first, as I said, is just it's fantastic to, to see and to hear your desire to move forward. Number one, well done. Number two, I would say put the vision of the life you want in front of you, literally. Imagine what it will be like to be in a place where eating disorder thoughts and behaviours are history. What is your life like? What are you doing? What interests are you pursuing? Uh, are you studying? Are you working? What are you doing in your spare time, if that's relevant? What activities are you pursuing? Obviously for you, there's some exercise goals and athletic goals. Um, socially, what does life look like? Uh, where are you living? Who are your friends with? What books are you reading? What are your interests? What movies perhaps are you watching? Just get a, you know, it really helps to, to create a vision of the sort of life that you really want in front of you. It is something I would say to create a vision board, to put it somewhere you can see it and to literally allow yourself to visualize and go there as often as you can because that will be like a motivator to keep reminding you of why you are making the effort to move towards recovery and to not revert back to old bad eating habits. I'd really make that clear. I'd make your vision for what you want and it could be really soon. You might, you know, you might be wanting to get prepared for an athletic meeting that's going to happen in 12 months. So you might want to put some pictures up, create a vision board around what does that look like. You know, to be healthy and to get there, you're going to need to have some good fuel in your tank. You might, you know, put some pictures up of the sort of food that's going to really help you to do that, the sort of people around you, the sort of books you might be reading or media that you might be consuming. All those sorts of things are going to help you just, yeah, get really clear. So it's one thing to have it in your heart, 
but one it's really helpful to place it out there where you can see it so number one I would say if you haven't already done this ash put a vision of the life that you want to achieve short term and possibly longer term put it out there in front of you where you can see it and it can help to motivate you so that's number one uh, you've talked about help practicing mindfulness and learning to eat when you're hungry fantastic and it's a little bit hard always to just be responding off um, some brief answers here without knowing your personal situation but the first question I would ask is are you eating regularly now so you're wanting help to learn to eat when you're hungry if you've been in a disordered eating space uh, skipping meals or uh, certain types of food you can get really out of kilter as you have obviously experienced you it's hard to tune into your hunger and one of the best ways of starting to do that is actually what we call mechanical eating in other words just eating regularly every three to four hours probably every three hours so you know that's looking at something like uh, breakfast lunch dinner snack in the middle morning tea afternoon tea plus or minus supper whatever is going to work in your schedule but it's really important to eat regularly and I, I see with eating there's three components that move us towards health one is consistency so regularity the other is then quantity that is appropriate for you your goals whether it's to maintain weight to move forward with weight um, and obviously rel relative to the amount of exercise you're doing this would also be for someone who is um, struggling with overeating and we'll talk about this in another episode but highly likely if you are overeating and um, struggling with being overweight and wanting to lose weight chances are that you are not currently eating regularly and in a way that is um, appropriate for your current activity levels so it's, it's regularity consistency it's uh, sufficient quantity for where you're at in your journey it sounds to me from what you're saying Ash that you have been possibly in a I don't know perhaps an underweight category because you've wanted to go back to your love of exercise and perhaps I'm reading between the lines that you've had to give up some of that or let go of some of that because your body has not been well enough to exercise and train in the athletics that you have wanted to do um, so I am making that assumption here so the first thing I'd say to you Ash in this regard is consistency eating regularly and then looking at your uh, quantity is it adequate for what you are doing if you were to look at someone else who is doing life the way you're doing it in terms of activity and what would you say to them is it sufficient for their physical needs and don't forget if you need further help with that obviously speak to a dietitian um, and the third thing is quality so looking at the quality of the food you eat and you know we all have different budgets and we can't all afford you know the uber fantastic organic whatever but we can eat well on whatever budget we have we can learn to eat better more healthy make better choices um, with your love of athletics I'm, I'm imagining that you probably have a fairly um, you probably have a fairly good sense of what's healthy eating what what are healthy um, foods to consume 
if you are in doubt, again, check in with a dietitian. But that's, a, that's the other thing. You've said you want to learn to eat when you're hungry. So the first part of that is, are you eating regularly now? Are you eating sufficiently? And are, what's the quality like of what you're eating? When you talk about mindfulness, let's just break that down a little bit. So mindfulness, being mindful really just means being present to our um, current experience so being present to our current experience and it's great to be able to do this with our food intake and what we're eating so it really just means actually paying attention you know I, I would suggest if you're not doing this that you prepare your food you make it look beautiful you make it look pleasant to your eyes the colors you know you serve it up in a way that's going to be appealing to you if possible you eat sitting down you know you don't eat on the go you eat as much as you can in a place where you can really savor the experience and you savor you take note of the texture of the food the temperature of the food you know is it crunchy is it um, soft is it chewy is it what's the temperature of it is it hot is it cold is it what's the taste of it what's the flavor you really just allow yourself to get into the experience and when you do that chances are you'll be eating more slowly and with a lot more enjoyment and you know what you may also find that some of the foods that you think you really want <laughs> do not satisfy you in the way that you thought they might so for instance if I want something sweet then if I think wow what is sweet that's going to feel really good in my belly and going to be really enjoyable in my mouth and later in my belly I'm probably going to go for something like um, some fruit some grapes something that just has a beautiful sweet natural flavor um, as opposed to say you know a lolly or something that's not going to give me great food value um, anyway just a thought there the other thing I would suggest is that if you can practice other activities mindfully that can be really helpful as well and it just might be one so for example uh, washing your hands mindfully that's something we do all the time isn't it we wash our hands after we've been to the bathroom before we prepare food etc and that's just if you can just choose an activity that you can do mindfully I mean you can practice mindfulness anywhere anytime but it is quite helpful to begin to just have some activities so mindful eating that's what we've just described but maybe add another one that just helps you just to increase your mindfulness through the day and I would say washing your hands is a beautiful one because you know you can really um, feel again the texture of the soap or whatever you're using to wash your hands the temperature of the water you can notice the way your hands feel as you rub you know them together it's beautiful it's very sensual and if you can allow yourself to enjoy that mindful be mindful in that moment then again it's just a great way to practice mindfulness if your question is relating more to um, you know what what are you hungry for I don't know where you are as I said in your journey but if you're at that stage where you know you're really quite free in your choices 
and you're just wanting to eat a bit more mindfully, like, okay, what does my body feel like at the moment? What sort of food would feel good in my belly and in my mouth? You might want to just be seated, you know, bum in seat, feet on the floor, take a nice deep breath in, and as you breathe in, just allow yourself to bring your attention inside and just think about what is it that would feel really nice? What sort of food, what sort of texture, how much would be just right at this moment? So that's a way that you can practice mindfulness. And um, so that's on that point. Let me see if there's anything else here to say. Okay. Ah, oh, Ash, I'm also just wanting to salute you as someone who's 16 to 18. That's an, an age group that um, I really love working with because I think if we can uh, really um, break into and intervene in disordered eating behaviors and attitudes at this age, it's such a wonderful way to not lose a lot of time and health and opportunity going forward. If you can, you know, beat this problem now, then fantastic. So I'm just wanting to really encourage you about the fact that you are doing that and keen to keep moving forward. Um, what are good skills to practice to not revert to old eating disorder habits and get healthier and fitter? Okay, so vision, decision, um, and that is a decision, you know, we have to decide pretty much every day uh, when we're choosing to move towards health and do health promoting activities you know when you brush your teeth when you um, take a shower personal hygiene when you apply yourself to study or to work we are actually making decisions every day that move us in the direction of health and well-being doing well in life or we can go the other way so I would say the power of decision Making a decision, number one, to, to actually keep moving towards the goal of freedom and recovery. For you, that's getting back into a life with athletics, but also realizing and making those day-to-day -day decisions that, okay, today I'm going to eat regularly and I'm going to eat sufficiently and I'm going to actually monitor those situations where something comes up that makes it hard for me to do that or I don't do that. Ash, I think this is the crux of not going back or not reverting to eating disorder habits. It really is the ability to problem solve, first to identify, to be aware, to identify those situations, interactions, problem uh, states, mood states that actually cause you to slip in your intentions to move forward. What's going on for you? That, that ability to problem solve at those times and in the program that I've developed it's the 4x4 Freedom Express so the keys I use are vision we've talked about that decision we've talked a little bit about that inventory and that's really if you are not aware of your current uh, eating behaviors thoughts and attitudes what's going on for you currently if you're not aware of that or you've never done that that's a really important place to begin any sort of recovery because you cannot change what you are not aware of that is causing you problems. You've got to identify 
what's going on in your current circumstances. And once you do that and you put that plan in of eating regularly and, you know, looking towards your goals and making those decisions, having those action steps, then you've really got to monitor and deal with those situations, interactions, problem things that trigger you, that make it hard for you to keep going, that that sort of, you know, are like the obstacle in your way. What's happening there? It's really important to look at those, break them down, uh, look at the situation, the thinking, the feeling, the behaviors, the self-talk. And that's something we do in the action key of the 4x4 Freedom Express. So Ash, really important that you've got all of those things going on that's why I call it the 4x4. It's a set of keys and components that you can keep using as long as it takes for you to actually get free of disordered eating behaviors, thoughts and attitudes. Um, so you're welcome to have a look at that. It's uh, if you come, if you just even go to michellesparks.com forward slash freedom express freedom express that will take you to that program information about that program i have so enjoyed your questions ash i wish you well i hope this has been helpful and um, for anyone else who's out there listening and you've got a question or concern feel free to come to my website to come to the podcast page and you will find that there is a a way that you can actually just send in your questions to me. I will create a personalized podcast. In other words, I'll create a podcast that is designed to specifically address your questions, concerns, or the problems that you are wanting help with. I will actually make those available here on the general uh, podcast channel because I know that your questions and concerns will also be someone else's. So this is a great way for me to support you and to support others like you in that situation. And as you can see, it can be as confidential as need be. Um, We're talking about situations that are real. And I love that because who wants to scratch uh, an itch that's not itching? (laughs) Okay, so until next time, Travel well.